Hey parents, it's Robin McMahon here. Before you dive into this episode, I want to say thank you. Thank you for listening to my show, Parenting Our Future. And did you know that you can watch this show as well on YouTube? If you want to watch this episode instead of listening to it, you can head over to my YouTube channel, Parenting for Connection, where you will find all of my podcast episodes, as well as a library of my videos that have tips and parenting strategies on how to parent even the most difficult kiddos. You will learn how to get better behavior, better listening, so that you can feel more calm and confident in your parenting, no matter what you're facing. So I hope to see you over on YouTube. Now back to the show. Hello, everyone. It's Robin McMahon here. I am so excited to talk to you in a rare move. It's just me today. It's just me. Why? Because it's my 200th episode and I kind of can't believe it. I kind of can't believe it myself. And I want to start off by saying thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being here. I can't even tell you how much it means to me that you're here and you're listening. It says everything to me about who you are and the type of parent that you are, that you care enough to spend your time listening and learning different ways to be and different ways to be in your parenting, but not just in your parenting, in your life as well. One of the things that I always talk about is that what I teach in the work that I do really is universal truths. The, the, the idea that we want to seek to understand when we're talking to somebody that we want to validate feelings, even if we don't agree that we want to connect with people and that connection feels good is true for all of our relationships, not just for the relationships that we have with our kids. And so for today's episode, this is really a love letter to moms from me to the moms that are listening. And it is a, a few days before Mother's Day, and this episode has been coming up, and I've been really thinking about what it is that I want to say, and I really just wanted to really share the love that I have for the moms that are out there and how much you're doing every day and how much you are shaping our future with the words you say, with the actions you take, with the way you show up for your kids. It's so important, it matters so much, and you are doing the best you can. And I know that. So I'm recording this before Mother's Day. This is going to come out the Tuesday after Mother's Day. And so this is really all about you. And so the first thing that I want to say to, to the moms that are listening is that you are enough exactly the way you are. And I know that because you're here and I want you to know that you don't have to be perfect. It, this parenting journey can be beautiful and joyful and dark and ugly and a struggle, and it can be painful. It can break your heart. And I get that. I know that. And I've been there too. I have felt deep despair and ecstatic joy. And all of it is okay, but not just that. All of that is to be expected. 
that there are going to be ups and downs and you are enough. And what I know for sure is that if you were to ask your kids what they think of you as a mom, they don't judge you by your worst days. They judge you by the love you give, by the cuddles you give, by the encouragement you have for them, by the unconditional love and connection that you have with them. That's what matters to them. And that's what they see. So please don't beat yourself up if you feel like you've made some mistakes. It's okay to make mistakes. You're supposed to make mistakes. In fact, that is a shared human condition. We all make mistakes and self-compassion teaches us that making a mistake is normal and natural. And the way to manage it and, and work through it is to not weigh those negative feelings over positive feelings. That to know that you're not alone in this life that we have, the struggles that we have, you're more like others than not. And it is never too late. It's never too late to change and grow. It's never too late to reconnect with your kids. It's never too late to relook at how you do things and show up in a different way. It's never too late to reach a child that you haven't been able to reach, to connect with a child that maybe you feel that you've screwed it up, like it's too late. I promise you, it's never too late. Even if you have adult children, even if you have teen teenagers. And Connection is really everything. My business is called Parenting for Connection. And there is a reason for that because I know for sure that connection is the antidote to the things that are driving you crazy. If your child isn't listening to you, connection is the answer. If you are fighting with your child or you've got power struggles with your child, connection is the answer. If you have a child who is on the brink, who is struggling with mental health, maybe with dangerous behaviors and choices and activities, connection is the answer. It's always the answer. We are wired for connection. And like Dr. Vanessa LaPointe told me long ago, when connection is high, resistance is low. And it's the, the same that when resistance is high, that just means connection is low. Connection is everything. And what does that really mean? What does connection mean? Connection means that we show up for our kids without trying to change them without trying to talk them out of who they are or what they feel, with us fully accepting them for who they are, even if they're very different from who we are, even if they're not the kids that we expect them to be, that we expected them to be, that we just accept and honor that they may be different, that they may have different ideas than us, different dreams from us. So often in parenting, we really wish we had a mini me. We had a kid that was going to be just like we were, that thinks the way we do, does things the way we do. And it just isn't going to happen. In fact, our kids are so different from us. And it's really because they are inviting us to heal the part in us that needs to be healed. 
you know, I have a child that doesn't want to listen, who doesn't want to do what I ask, who is very oppositional. And I talk about my sweet boy so much, my oldest son, Parker, and he is my greatest gift because he is helping me to learn to be patient. He's helping me to learn to accept him for who he is. He's teaching me not to be so controlling. All of that is why he's in my life and more. There's lessons from him that I have yet to learn. And I could hate him for challenging me, for making me question myself. And when I say making me, I recognize that he didn't make me do anything. He's just being himself. But I felt like it was too hard and that maybe I should just leave my family. And, and for those of you who know my story, you've heard me say this before. And I'm somebody who's a love bug. I, I love my family. I love them so much. And the thought of leaving them means that I was in a really, really dark place. And so it's not too late. And for me, it wasn't until I finally understood what was really going on with my kids, my especially my oldest, and what was going on with me on the other side, that I was able to finally kind of put the two together and recognize that I could show up differently. And when I showed up differently, my kids 100% started showing up differently for me. It doesn't mean I'm perfect. doesn't mean that I haven't yelled and I haven't, you know, said things that I wish I hadn't as a certified parent coach, as a parenting expert, I certainly have. And I know because of self-compassion that it's okay to make a mistake and I can go back and I can repair that. And so I want to tell you that if you are struggling, that it's not your fault. It is not your fault. You were never taught any of this. And sometimes I hear parents say, and I often hear this from husbands of, of wives that want to learn how to do this better. And they say, you don't need that. You're fine. You're doing fine. Or they'll say, well, my parents yelled at me, uh, you know, tore me down, uh, disrespected me, and I turned out fine. Well, maybe. I think that's debatable. <laughs> I think that maybe there are areas in your life that you could look at and heal and be even better in your life. And we weren't taught the ins and outs of emotional intelligence. We weren't taught the ins and outs of brain development and developmental stages. We haven't been taught what behavior really means and that it's actually never personal and it's never about us. And we've also never been taught to understand, address, and heal our own triggers. So there is so much about the most important job that we will ever do, which is parenting, that we simply just don't know. And we go into this with a full heart, with excitement, with just, you know, heart eyes, love in our eyes and our heart. And we don't really know 
what we're getting into with this beautiful little baby that we have. And I can tell you that none of us look at that baby in our arms. And as we stroke their little cheeks and we listen to their sweet little sounds and think, hmm, maybe one day I'm going to hate you. Maybe one day I'm going to talk to you with all the love drained out of my voice. Maybe one day you're going to say you hate me and you never want to talk to me again. And maybe one day we won't even have a relationship. To me, that is heartbreaking. I know that I almost have a physical reaction when I'm around my kids. My heart beats a little bit faster. I feel that connection. And we know that we carry the cells of our children in our brains as moms. So there is a physical connection to our kids. And we do not want that for our relationship ever. And so I say, we were just never taught this and it's never too late to learn it and show up in a different way. And it's absolutely possible. And by the way, it's fun and it feels really, really good. So I just want you to know that you are enough, that if you struggle, it's not your fault, that it's never too late. And I already know you're doing a great job. And look, you know that I'm here for you with all that I do and everything that I am. If you do need support, inviting me into your parenting journey is my greatest honor. And you can always book a call with me. My, my website is parentingforconnection.com and there's a link to book a call with me. And, and that's not what this is all about, but it's not not as well. You know, I'm here to, to, to help parents really do this in a different way because I believe that if we put our future in the hands of our children, that raising them with strong emotional intelligence, with empathy, with compassion, means that they will go into the world knowing that they are worthy just for who they are, because that's how they were raised, that they will choose compassion and empathy instead of violence or a gun, because they understand other people and they know how to manage their own feelings and emotions. And they have parents that are connected to them. And look, that doesn't mean that there aren't things that are going to go wrong and go sideways. It doesn't mean that. It just means that we have a strong connection. Both parents have a strong connection. It is vitally important that these dads are with our kids too. You matter. You matter so much. You matter so much. So I want to transition a little bit. And I want to tell you, since this is the 200th episode, I mean, I still can't quite believe it. <laughs> I've already said it, but I have had the honor of having so many different guests. And when I started on this uh, journey of podcasting, I didn't actually know uh, that it would take me to 200 episodes. My sweet and beautiful best friend, <laughs> she baked me cookies and did icing with the number 50 on the cookies to celebrate my 50th episode. And here I am at 200. I can't even believe it. I can't even believe it. So I wanna to talk to you about a couple of things in my podcast and a few of my guests that have really, really changed me, that I have learned from people who I have 
been forever changed by. And so first I want to talk about mom's needs. And I have had most recently a couple of brilliant guests. I've had um, Dr. Noreen Russell and Leslie Ford. Leslie Ford um, is mom's hierarchy of needs. And she talks all about just what, what our needs are, that we don't want to look past them, that we, when we're burnt out and overwhelmed and we're struggling, it affects everybody. It affects everybody. And we have solutions for those. And before I go any further, I want you to know that in the parent toolbox, which if you haven't been a part of and you haven't joined, please do join because I have a special 200th anniversary edition uh, of the, the, the parent toolbox. Uh, so when you, when you log in, you'll see that front and center, the 200th episode special toolbox and it's a bunch of toolbox items that I know that you're going to love. So, and they are from some of these guests, um, as well as some goodies that I have for you as well. So um, back to Leslie Ford, the hierarchy of needs. So um, we have a toolbox item in there for you. And, um, and really when we're burning the candle at both ends, it's just not good for us and it's not good for our family. And then Dr. Noreen Russell, uh, she is incredible. And I've talked to her a bunch of times. She's got three episodes with me on, uh, on the podcast. And most recently we talked about what happens if you think there's something going on with your kid, if you think there's something wrong with them and you are taking uh, a journey into diagnosing your child, getting them diagnosed, maybe you're waiting for a diagnosis and how we can make sense of that. And that there is a period of mourning, that there is a period of sadness and that's all okay. It's all okay. It's okay that we take time to mourn the loss of the kids that we had instead of the kids we thought we would have, the life that we have instead of the life that we thought we would have. I got lost for a long time because I don't have the family that I dreamed of. I have the most wonderful family, but it's not what I dreamed it would be like. There's lots of things that I wanted to do that I can't do. And that, to be honest, it kind of sucks. It's not what I expected. And I had to grieve it. And I still grieve it. You know, I still, you know, comparison is the thief of joy. And sometimes I do compare. Sometimes I feel sad about it. And it's okay. And then I move into acceptance. So those are two people who I absolutely love. And my next, the next person I want to talk about is Andrea Ferguson. She has a bunch of episodes too. And one of the things that we talked about, and by the way, we met on the baseball field. My husband's name is Corey. Her husband's name is Corey. He was coaching my son in baseball. My husband coached in, uh, in hockey and uh, we were sitting on the baseball field and we were both, you know, talking about stuff. And, and I never ask anybody what they do for work, but I asked her and she said, oh, I'm a coach. And I'm like, oh, what do you mean? What kind of coach? She's like, oh, I'm a life coach. Really? Coach. It was just the craziest thing. Um, not something that you run across uh, at, at the baseball field in my community. So she and I talk about some, some really big issues and they're such great conversations. And one of the things that we talk about is joy and claiming joy, being ambassadors for joy and making a plan for joy taking time for joy. Joy is our default state, everybody. It's our default state. And 
bringing it in and embracing it. Here's the thing. The secret to life is that what you focus on grows. And the more you're in a state of joy, it has a ripple effect throughout your entire life. So you will love the joy plan that's in the parent toolbox. And something she really helped me with is some struggles that I had with my extended family. Uh, family that didn't really understand me, family that didn't necessarily like me. It was really hard for me to take because I'm a people pleaser and I don't usually, I'll be honest, I don't usually have people that don't like me. And I, yes, there are enough. There are enough. I'm sure I'm not everybody's cup of tea and that's okay. She really helped me to see how I could move through that with grace, with elegance. And I am forever grateful for her. She's a beautiful human and um, you'll love my episodes with her. And then I had this full circle moment with Kiva Schuler. She is the, um, the CEO of the Jai Institute for Parenting. And she uh, wasn't there when I received my training as a, as a parent coach, but that's where I, where I was trained at the Jai Institute for Parenting. And we talk so much, we talked, oh, we had the most wonderful conversation on peaceful parenting and it was so wonderful to hear her. And she has the science of staying calm that's in the parent toolbox. And so many of us really don't know how to stay calm and regulate our own nervous system. And uh, that is, uh, is something that, that I know you'll love. And uh, along with that, I have Lauren Isaac. Uh, she and I talked about um, polyvagal theory and how to calm your nervous system down. And that's also that's also in the 200th episode, um, a, a whole guide on, uh, on how to stay more calm and regulate your nervous system. And then, you know, this is an episode that actually isn't out yet, but I'm going to just, I'm going to talk about it really quickly. Dr. Sasha Hines is so cool. She's like the coolest person ever. And uh, she and I talked about people and struggling and mental health. And I loved what she said. It absolutely rocked me in a way that like, I didn't see this before, but she talked about how people, you know, are, are so quick now to talk about mental illness and maybe I'm depressed or, you know, or maybe we judge other people and say, oh, well, you know, it must be a mental illness. But she actually looked at it in a slightly different way, kind of like a developmental stage that as adults, we still go through developmental stages and that maybe that person is just in a different stage than you are, or maybe you're, you, or maybe you're just stuck in a stage and it could be different stages in one area. You're not in that developmental stage. And so, and that, that means taking things personally, getting hurt, being argumentative, choosing sort of ego over, over maybe curiosity. And the opposite of that is self-authorship and being able to sort of own the story that is true for you and acknowledge that that might not be true for the other person. And that's okay. So I just love that episode and that episode is coming up. So, um, I know you are going to love it as much as, as, as I, as I do. So early on in this podcast, I spoke to Matt Larson and he has an app called the happy child. Download the app, download the app. It is fantastic. But he also has another app called in love while parenting. 
this is a way for you to maintain your relationship while you are uh, parenting your kids. And there is no greater stress than parenting when you are in a relationship. It has challenged my marriage, my relationship in ways that I wasn't ready for. And so what Matt said is that there are all of the, there's all this stuff about parenting, right? And the 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 couple nuggets that he dropped for me that have never left me are that although there are all of these things out there and you know, I provide some of these things too. At the end of the day, what matters the most is that you keep oxytocin high and cortisol low with yourself and your child. Oxytocin is like the love chemical, right? It's the love hormone. It is the thing that makes us feel good and happy, safe and secure. And oxytocin, we want to keep that high. And we do that by giving each other lovies, right? Like physical touch is one way to get oxytocin. And you're not just giving it to your child when you hold their hand or you stroke their cheek or you just give them a hug, you're getting it too. So it works both ways. It's amazing. And then cortisol is a stress hormone. And we want to keep cortisol as low as possible because when cortisol is high, that's stress. That means behavior will be out of, out of whack, right? And so we want to keep cortisol low and oxytocin high. And he said, one of the most important things that we can be as parents is a safe haven for our kids that to know that they can come to us no matter what, that they can come to us, even if they've done something bad, naughty or wrong, they got in trouble, anything it is that we are just there to help them work it out, that we're not there to blame them, shame them, criticize them, tell them all the ways they did it wrong, to punish them, that we're just there to say, okay, you know, that's not great. And we're here to help you work it out, right? Or to say, yeah, hey, you know what? I make mistakes too. I know that must be really hard. Let's work this out together. We're here for you. We love you. We support you. That means everything. And especially as your kids get older. And along with Matt, Dr. Loretta Bruning, she talks about the brain and what really drives our kids. And she's fascinating. And it's called the, the mammal brain. And she, she really looks at the brain in different ways. And I know that as soon as I learned about the way the brain works, that was a big chunk that really helped me to understand my kids in a much better way, just to know where they are in their brains, where they are developmentally, where I am in my brain when I'm freaking out, where I am in my brain when I feel confident and calm as well. And then as a working mom, I, I really love working with working moms because that's what I've always been. You know, I really identify with a working mom and, and I've had some really brilliant guests who talk about how to really balance the, the two sides of being home, working ho at home with your kids, especially during the pandemic, but also, you know, working and having the answers at work and being accomplished at work and confident at work and then coming home and not knowing the answers and feeling powerless, feeling like nobody listens to me. And so some of the brilliant people who I have had on one is Ann Gomez and she is incredible. 
she and I talk about rest. She blew my mind when she said that you can have a to-do list and your to-do list never needs to get done. I was like, wait a second. What do you mean by that? It doesn't have to get done. It's an ongoing list. And all you need to do is work on like a couple at a time. And then you move to the next couple that you don't have to get that whole list done. Just do it a couple at a time, one at a time, really. And give yourself a bit of a break and enjoy the rest. Enjoy some downtime because downtime is not a crime. And what I love about her is she just released a new book called Workday Warrior, which is all about time-saving strategies so you can be more productive and have more time to do the things that you love. She is such an expert on this and I just love her. And then I talked to Jen Murta and Jen and I have known each other for years and she has a company called Matern. And we talk about the motherhood penalty that when you're in the workforce that you don't necessarily get treated the same as the guys that mothers are often looked down upon. And we bring so much to the workplace that we aren't acknowledged for. And we need to do a better job of, of speaking up and showing up and companies need to do a better job of honoring us and noticing and recognizing that we are a whole person, not just the person who shows up at work. And the more that we can nurture women in the workplace, the better the workplace is. And this next generation of kids definitely needs to have those changes be put in place before they enter the workforce, because I'll tell you right now, they are not going to put up with what we have been putting up with. So there needs to be changes. And I really love talking about that subject. Um, and then Erica Suter and I, we were really, we really talk about, um, you know, what women bring to the workforce and why they are so essential. Uh, a lot of that is that we're better communicators. We're better at conflict re resolution. We are better at uh, managing our emotions, having empathy as well. And empathy isn't weakness. Empathy is emotional intelligence. So she's just incredible. And then I got to tell you, I had the most surprising conversation with Brent Bruning, who is a hand reader. He did my hands and my kids and my husband's hands. And he nailed us, not knowing us at all. He told me that my son Parker has fire hands, which I always wondered why they were kind of wrinkly and crinkly. And it's because he's, it, it, it speaks exactly to who he is and his personality. Uh, and so that really rocked my world. And it's just really another way to understand your kids. And so uh, in the parent toolbox, you will find uh, a guide to um, to what things you can look for in your hands and your kids' hands, again, just to help you really understand what makes them tick. And it just helps you communicate with them better. And I've got to say, as we're raising our kids in this world, we're worried about the future. There's no doubt about it. We're worried about the future of our planet, the future of politics, the future in general. And I had a conversation with the two amazing women from The Cool Down. And they are all about good news stories with the environment. They share what products are actually green, which products are greenwashing, in other words, lying about how green they really are. They have the, the best swaps that are equal price and quality and 
what you can use instead that is better for the planet. They tell you about programs, exchange programs, where companies will pay you for your empties or your old clothes, things like that. If you don't follow the cool down, please do sign up for their newsletter. They have so many great ideas and so many good news stories. And these are the kinds of stories you want to share with your kids because our kids are feeling it. They see what's happening out there. They hear about global warming. They hear the bad news stories, but we've got to hear the good news stories too. It's so important. So please check out the cool down. Please do. They're amazing. They are just amazing. And then last but not least, I want to talk about safety. You know, we are navigating this world of parenting with the internet with social media and with devices. And we've never had to do this before. And, you know, when people say, well, my mom never had a parent coach or we never needed to have that. Well, I kind of say, yeah, but you didn't have this kind of world. The world is different. The world has changed. And we are up against things that we were never up against, that your mom was never up against before. And so there are so many people that I have had on that, talk about safety and I'm going to name a few of them. Joan Schiff, she's from WATCH, W-A-T-C-H. It's an acronym and she talks about summer safety myths. So we're going to put that in uh, in the toolbox. In fact, just about everybody that I've mentioned has an item in the toolbox for you to, uh, for you to take on as part of this 200th episode. And, uh, and then we have Kristen Jessen. Kristen Jessen is all about how to porn proof your children. That's not something anybody wants to talk about, is it? Nope. And I've had her on twice because it's so important because when we give our kids a device, we are giving them a portal to predators and pornography. And the more that we can porn proof them, it actually gives them the skills to reject it and therefore not become victims. And you know, Kristen Jessen is one of them. Tanya High is another one. She's with PAXA, and this is Parents Against Child Sexual Abuse, Sexual ex- Exploitation, and uh, and she's she's the work that she's doing is saving so many children's lives. You know, somebody when we talk about safety, some of the kids that are at the greatest risk are kids in the LGBTQ plus community. And Heather Hester, who has uh, a podcast called Chrysalis Mama, uh, helping you and your LGBTQ child. And, you know, I shared with her that um, my youngest son told me he's bisexual and how that affected me, how I had to come to terms with that. And I thought I was just pretty open about all this stuff and didn't actually see that for myself. And these kids are at serious risk. And we talk about how to affirm, not accept as much as affirm, how to go about talking with your child, because we got to keep them safe because suicide rates are exponentially higher for children and teens and adolescents in this, in the LGBTQ plus community. John Sovek and I also talked about this. John is the first person I talked about this. He's the one that told me what cisgender is. I didn't know what that is. Do you know what that is? I didn't know. Well, you're going to have to listen. You're going to have to check it out to find out what that is. 
Um, and then I want to just talk about a couple of other people. My friend, Jason Brick. Jason is phenomenal. He is a safety expert. He has a YouTube channel called the safest family on the block. There is a safest family on the block blueprint in the parent toolbox in this two, 200th episode uh, edition. And we have talked about all things like how to stay safe on Halloween and what's what the risks are during Halloween, what the risks aren't as well for Halloween. Talk about active shooter awareness as well. Like what to do if there's an active shooter. Uh, we have talked about so many different things and he has so many great, simple ideas to keep your family safe. And a mutual friend of ours, Gary Questenberry is a retired U.S. Marshal and he has all of a, a series of books on spotting danger before it spots your kids, before it spots your teenager, before it spots uh, I think he has some coming out as well. Before, uh, what, there's another one called Before It Spots You. Uh, and it's all about situational awareness. It's all about noticing what's wrong in the situation. And it's also, we talk about stranger danger and how stranger danger is actually not what you want to teach your kids. You want to teach them that some, some strangers are safe, that there are strangers like those in uniform that, and that could be a Target uniform, a Walmart uniform. Those are the kinds of people who actually are safe. And who else is safe? Usually moms. If you see a woman with kids, usually they're a safe bet. So we talk about all of that. And we have two episodes together, um, Gary Questenberry and I. And then Titonia Jordan, she is from Bark Technologies. And we just talked and she blew my mind. I found her um, and have been following her ever since I found her on, uh, on Instagram, where she showed me a filter of herself. And she's about the same age as me. And she put a filter on that made her legitimately look like a teenager. And so understanding those kinds of things that we're up against, she is somebody to follow. She is somebody to pay attention to because you will get up-to-date updates, if you will, on, uh, on what's happening in social media. And uh, we all need that help. And we all need to have somebody who we can rely on and trust. And Titania Jordan is one of those people. And Bark Technologies is her company. And so you can follow both of them. Um, and then Maria Christina, she's from Outfoxum. And she shows you how to be the CIO of your family, the chief information officer, and how to keep yourself and your technology safe from hackers. And, you know, there's a lot of breaches that are happening. I, I literally just got a breach warning this week uh, for one of the, the platforms that I use. And, you know, that means my information is out there. And so she is talking about where to go to find that how to check on your, um, your, you know, what's out there on you uh, to protect you. So that's really important. And that episode is coming out soon. It's not out yet. So there's lots more to look forward to with parenting our future. Um, I really just want to say thank you. Thank you for being here. Thank you for being a parent who cares. I just love the work that I do. And I am honored that people like you are engaged in my work. It means the world to me. So that is my love letter to you. And if I can ask for one thing, for you to do one thing, and that would be whatever you're watching this or listening to this on, if you could like the video or give my podcast a five-star rating, if that feels right to you, I would love that. If it also feels right to you to subscribe to my podcast and channel on YouTube, I would love that. 
uh, and any comments that you can make uh, about how you like this podcast, that really helps. It just helps me to spread the message of what I'm doing and help more people. And that's really all that I want. That's all that I want to do is, is help you because I know what it's like to struggle and suffer and be in a dark place. But I also know what it's like to be on the other side, to feel empowered, to feel confident and to feel so much joy and connection with my kids. There's no feeling like it. So thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much. And I'll see you in the next episode with another fantastic guest. Thank you so much. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to this edition of my podcast, Parenting Our Future. I'm parent coach Robin McMahon. And if you're enjoying this podcast, please share it with someone who you think might also need to hear this message. And don't forget to subscribe. And if you like my work, I'd be grateful if you gave me a five-star rating. For those of you who like my content and want more, visit me at yellingcurebook.com to get your copy of my book and to find other resources to help you. Until next time, I am wishing you and your family peace and connection.